Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another edition of COS Live. I'm Rita Peters. I'm the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs with Convention of States. And I'm excited about today's show. I think you're really going to be inspired and encouraged. Today's special guest is Mary Jo Wedding. She's the State Director for Convention of States Kentucky. And we have some breaking news for you coming out of the Commonwealth of Kentucky tonight. We also have an on-the-ground field report for Convention of States from our reporter in Louisiana. But first, let's go to our Article 5 Trivia Giveaway with Mike Ruthenberg. Mike? Hi, Rita. Glad to see you. And boy, what a privilege it's going to be to be able to hear more of Rita Peters. And keep in mind that I absolutely love Andrew. He is phenomenal. Rita is going to be anchoring the show today. And I'm here to do a brief uh, process to bring the trivia question, give away a prize, and let you get on to an incredible show with the state director of the wonderful state of Kentucky. And you're going to hear some really innovative stuff, some ideas that maybe you are, you're going to want to do in your state. So you're definitely going to want to tune in. But for now, let me tell you about a gift that I'm going to have for the winner of our trivia question. Now, I'm wearing a Think Outside the Swamp t-shirt, but that's not the one I want to give away today. The one I want to give away today is our Term Limits Now t-shirt to the winner. And the reason for that is because that one is so popular, especially when people go to state fairs, people see that or to their local uh, meetings. Maybe they have some petitions they want to get people signed. There are so many people that resonate with Term Limits Now. I like Think Out Swap. I have a whole wardrobe of these shirts. I wear them all the time. And the Term Limits Now shirt, which you can buy at shopconventionofstates.com and get it yourself in case you don't win that shirt. But that's super popular in getting comments and interaction from people, which I really like. That's one of the reasons why I wear so many Convention of States type t-shirts. So here's our giveaway question for today the trivia that hopefully will help you to not only win the shirt, but to learn something as well. Many of you know, 15 of the 34 states required to pass the Convention of States Article 5 application to call a convention have been passed. Now there's three key subject matters when it comes to our Convention of States action uh, application. And that's our question for today. There's three key subject matter areas in our resolution that set the agenda for the convention. What are those three areas? Go ahead and get your fingers going on that keyboard. Let's get those answers out so everybody who doesn't know can understand. And if you're the first one, you'll win the prize. Now I'll turn it back over to Rita and I'll see you guys at the end of the show. Thank you so much, Mike. This Wednesday, we are delighted to announce that Rick Santorum will join the latest edition of COS at Home, our series. Go to conventionofstates.com to sign up and tune in Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time.
Now, before our big interview with the state director for COS Kentucky, let's get a sample of what's going on across the country for Convention of States. In this week's edition of COS Field Reports, David in Louisiana has the scoop. Over to you, David. Hello, Convention of State supporters. My name is David Dwaron. This is the afternoon of Sunday, August the 22nd. I'm reporting from Houma, Louisiana at a local civic center. There is a town hall meeting scheduled for this afternoon. Uh, speakers will include some government officials as well as uh, some medical professionals. I'm here because there's a convention of states team that has a, a booth. Let's go inside and talk with them to find out what's on the agenda and why they're here. Yeah, my name is Dale Prospery. I'm a district captain with the Convention of States for District 52, which is in Homa. Uh, I'm at the uh, For You By You event, which is basically a uh, town hall meeting uh, in support of our constitutional rights. Uh, people are awakening to the fact that our freedom of speech is being been uh, trampled on and you know and we have to uh, we have to stand up we're now going to speak with John Harmon with the Convention of States uh, John tell us a little bit about your role with the Convention of States well I started out a couple of years ago I, I retired and uh, was looking for something to do and uh, ran into the Convention of States uh, Mark Levin had written a book called the Liberty Amendments I uh, read that book and uh, I said, you know what, this could actually work. Hello, my name is Dawn Prospery and my husband, Dale Prospery, is one of the local leaders that helped with the Convention of States, so I came today to help them out. I think this was a great turnout. They had a lot of people sign the petition, and even if they weren't sure today, they took the information home, and I'm sure we're going to get some more today. People do want to get involved. They just don't know what they need to take the steps, so I think that's what's wonderful about Convention of States, because that way it can keep you informed on some local issues and legislator issues and just to see some fellow people here that support you and have the same beliefs and can work together. Well COS reporters that's the end of my report here from Houma, Louisiana. I hope all of you are as encouraged by what you heard today from the COS Louisiana team on the ground. Let's keep the faith and continue to build that grassroots army. Legislative activity for our state legislatures typically slows down over the summer months and we don't see a lot going on, but things are actually heating up again across the country, including in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Can you share, Mary Jo, what happened from your perspective at last Friday's hearing? Well, actually quite a bit. Uh, actually, it started after session ended where Normally everything goes dormant and we decided that we weren't going dormant in March. So what we did is we just pretended as if session was still in force and we continued to uh, attack on uh, legislative side, meeting with different legislators uh, to move forward. We had been trying to get a legislative hearing in the interim session and repeatedly I, I was meeting and asking and asking and the last response was 
if we didn't have our resolution pre-filed ahead of time, we wouldn't be put on the agenda. And at that time, my response was, well, I can't accommodate that because my legislative uh, sponsors weren't in that position that they wouldn't pre-file. So we kind of turned down that option or that little carrot that they dangled for us to pre-file it. And so that's kind of where we thought it was going to be, but we wanted to still make a presence known. So we still organized our volunteers and supporters and the signers, and we were going to the state fair, whether we were on the agenda or not. So we started six, six, seven weeks ago, ramping up, getting petitions, uh, petition signers uh, out and about and tried to gather as many individuals to come to the state fair just to sit in the meeting and show their presence regardless. So that's kind of how it started. Well, Mary Jo, I was streaming the hear, the committee hearing live, so I got to witness the whole thing. And I will tell you, you and your team just knocked my socks off. It was so impressive. And um, Mark Meckler, who testified alongside you that day, he said that you had written out prepared remarks, but that when the time came, you actually put your remarks aside and decided just to speak from your heart. What led you to do that? Tell us about that. Well, there are some legislators, when you're in a committee hearing, you can look around the room, right? While everyone, and we were the second on agenda. So the group that spoke before we did you could watch the body language of the legislators. And there were two in particular legislators that appeared to be uh, in a position where they wanted to be somewhere else, but not there. And the more they fidgeted with the phone and the more they goofed off and cut up in the corner, the more a little bit agitated <laughs> I became, I'll be honest. Because time and time again, when you speak to a legislator, their response is, well, those petitions that you send me are just canned responses. Everybody will sign a petition. And so that just kind of built from there. And when it was my time to speak, that was the only thing that was in my mind at the time, is not recognizing that our petition signers and the supporters and those that were there that day were real people, real voters with real concerns, and they wouldn't be heard. Yeah, you know, I have watched and listened to so many legislative committee hearings for COS, and I've never heard anyone take that approach before of explaining all of the all of the time and energy that goes into your team following up with every petition signer and just emphasizing, you know, the personal nature of signing a petition and what that represents. Also, it was so beautiful to see the room just packed with those COS t-shirts that just grabbed everyone's attention from the start. Representative Matt Lockett delivered a strong introduction for the resolution at the hearing. Can you? What can you tell us about his leadership to spearhead the legislative effort in Kentucky? Well, when we first started, uh, we, we re received our sponsors and we actually have two primaries this time around. So when we received our sponsors, 
we actually had one legislator that wanted to be the primary and Matt Lockett was the second or the co-primary and the our original primary sponsor thought they didn't have enough uh, time or enough knowledge or whatever the issue was to lead the charge so when I first met with Matt Lockett the very first time I sat down with him prior to all of this I sat down we met at Panera's and I said I introduced myself and he said I want to sponsor your resolution and I said well I didn't even ask you yet he said I'm on board and so it in our original primary said he had spoken to Matt and Matt's like a hundred percent I'm on board so he was ready he was ready to and he's wholeheartedly behind it and then of course we have another co-sponsor who's wholeheartedly behind it so we actually have two primaries so that works out real well and he's great he's receptive he contacts me i contact him um he's just a really good guy to work with so that um, is wonderful for kentucky i'm so happy to hear that and mary joe i think sometimes people you know, they see people like you, a state director, you know, you're so articulate, you are so passionate and energetic. And it's easy for people to forget that you are a volunteer for this. This Absolutely. is not a paid job for you. You are a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So can you just tell us your COS story? What has led you to be so passionate about this that you're willing to volunteer so much of your time and energy to Convention of States? Well, I originally actually started in 2016. Prior to coming on board in 2017, I did a year's worth of research on Article 5, Convention of States, and then I looked into all the opposition. So before I actually made that leap, it was about a year I did research. And then once I came on board, I came on as a district captain, uh, wanting to learn more. And then within two or three weeks, we had a capital day. And uh, that was my first exposure to the legislative body. And when Grant Martin, our regional director, said, would you be our legislative liaison? It's like, yes. <laughs> it, it had me hooked at that point in time. The legislative side is where I spend majority of my time. Um, and so I stepped out for a short period of time because I actually ran for office. So I stepped out, not successful, I might add, and then I came back. And when I came back, then Grant asked if I would be the state director. And that was a little over a year ago. And it's like, I hesitated because legislative was the side that I wanted and but i have a good group of team leaders i have a co-director brett green so we have the ability to work with one another closely and we've been working together for so many years that we're like family so uh if i get out of line there they have no problem telling me that and then i have no problem telling them when they do so we're a tight group tight group and that makes a difference that's great to hear. Well, why don't you tell our listeners what's next for the Kentucky team? What do you expect to happen in the coming months? And if somebody is watching tonight and is from the state of Kentucky, what can they do to help and get involved? Okay. Um, so right now, currently, we are finishing up our 
um, well, we kind of came down off the high of the state fair. So the one thing that we did do to keep us relevant and active during the off time of, of we created a legislative newsletter and we, we send that out every two months. And so during the off session, because we have short sessions, 45 and 60, um, and so we created a newsletter and so we'll continue to do that. And when we do that, we bring the volunteers together. They come, we meet, we have lunch, we put the legislative newsletters together and we actually mail them to our legislators. So we do that every two months and we pick a theme. So that's kind of, we'll continue that through December. And then we've been working on our, uh, we have one of our coast co-primaries who's working on the faithful delegate commission laws in Kentucky since we don't have anything on that line. So he's also working on that. So while he's working on that, we're working with the legislators, meeting with the legislators. We go to Frankfurt twice a month uh, and we'll continue to do that through December. Our session starts in January. So we've got a big event coming up in September. Uh, which kicks off on Constitutional Day. So we're putting a lot of energy on that event. It's a big festival in the Jefferson County area, which is uh, a big area in Kentucky. Uh, so for the most part, we all just gather together. We do a lot of library discussions, public discussions. We implemented that this summer. We'll continue that every month. We're in uh, three or four discussions in the community in different libraries throughout the state. So. We'll continue to do that. And so anyone who wants to volunteer or wants to help out, we have some that can't commit to a volunteer all the time, but they come and help out from time to time and we welcome everyone. So they can either call me <laughs> directly uh, or they can email me. Uh, for the most part, my phone number and my email is everywhere, <laughs> I think across the state. So. Um, I'm open to any community part of communication. Any help, any ideas, we welcome them all. So, Well, I am just so impressed by your level of activism and engagement. You know, you and your entire Kentucky team over this interim session when the legislature in the state's not actually meeting, but they're mostly at home in their home districts. That is such an important time in fact, probably the most important time as far as an opportunity to win their support and get their attention. Right. So, so downtime. Yeah, they have downtime. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can have it. I mean, it's not uncommon to have an hour long conversation with a legislator and it can be about anything. And that's the one key thing that we kind of enforce or we continue to move forward. Get to know the legislator know your audience. And that's kind of my word that of every Monday night, know your audience. Who are you talking to? What drives them? What's important to them? Um, yeah. You don't have to tack them on COS every single time you talk to them. <laughs> Be your friend. Yeah. It's all about relationship. Mm -hmm. You've got it. Well, Mary Jo, on behalf of the entire Convention of States national team, I just want to say thank you again. We were blown away by you and your team and your performance at that committee hearing. It was a sight to behold, and we were also encouraged by it. And thanks for being on our program today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Rita. And now we'll go back to Mike for the answer to our Article 5 trivia question. 
All right, I'm back to give you guys the answer to our trivia question of the day. And remember, it's not a think out the, outside the swamp shirt that you can win or you, you maybe did win. It is our Term Limits Now shirt. And we'll even give it to you in your size. Tanya will reach out to you and find out what size you wear. And if you didn't win, go to shopconventionestates.com. And of course, pick out anything you want from the store. There's 13 different shirts that we have up there. And you'll, I'm sure, find one that resonates well with you. But in the meantime, let me repeat the question and give you the answer to our Article 5 trivia. The answer was, we have 15 of the 34 states necessary to pass the Convention of States Action Article 5 application to call an Article 5 convention. There's three key subject matters in that resolution that set the agenda for the convention. The question, can you name all three subject matters in our Article 5 convention? And the answer, term limits. Now that could be for federal officials, it could be for elected officials, it could be for bureaucrats, it could be for judges. That's one, term limits. Two, fiscal restraints on the federal government with over $28 trillion in debt. Do you think we could use some of that? And the third one is limits on the scope and jurisdiction of the federal government. Do we want to get the government out of our lives? Do we want some of the, the controls that they're putting on us to be reduced? As long as any of those amendments would be germane or relevant to those three things, that is what we could be uh, putting forward, excuse me, on an Article 5 convention. That's what it's all about. There's the answer to our question. Again, if you didn't win, go to Shop Convention States and grab one. And now back to you, Rita. Thank you, Mike. Too many Americans don't know about this power that was gifted to us by the American framers. The founders knew that this day might come, and that's why they included Convention of States in Article 5 of the Constitution. We do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional solution that's as big as the problem. We believe the best days for America are ahead, but only if we do what it takes. It won't happen by osmosis, and it certainly won't happen by just watching this broadcast. Millions of Americans have already signed our petition and thousands of volunteers across the country are doing the work required to restore this republic. These heroes need your help. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Like the founders, we must act. This is the moment when history is made. If you're ready to take your place among the Americans who did whatever it took to save the Republic, sign up for one of the volunteer roles with COS. For example, as a district captain, you'll help welcome and educate other COS supporters in your local area and be proactive in raising grassroots support. We'll give you all the training you need and plug you into a community that engages in the only solution as big as the problem. If you'd like to learn more about being a district captain, go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started. Finally, don't forget to follow us on Rumble, MeWe, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, and Instagram.
You can also listen to this program and other historic legacy content on our new podcast. Search Convention of States on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, or Audible. And leave us a five-star review because that helps the show to grow. Text the word START to 54555 to bypass big tech and make sure you receive important news and messages directly from COS. That's S-T-A-R-T to the number 54555. Check out The Battle Cry with COS President Mark Meckler Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll see you back here next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of COS Live. Remember, if you're looking for the person who's going to restore the Republic, don't look to D.C. What you really need to do is just hold up a mirror. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.